0: Oh, boy, here we go with this one. Welcome back to the Hindsight Podcast. It's your boy, Johnny K. Of course, and this is this is the podcast, the Hindsight Podcast. Today is, well, it's going to be Saturday, March 26th. I don't see the date anymore in the episode. I guess it doesn't really matter anymore because, like, I'm not doing a like, daily episode. So, like, you know, that was just a way of, it was really just a way for me to keep track of, like, where I was in the episode, it it just worked out that way doing it daily. But now I don't really see the date anymore because it doesn't really matter. Because usually it's Wednesday, right? So it's 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 no sweat. Uh, last Wednesday there there wasn't uh, an episode because I was in Nigeria. I, I said there was going to be an episode, and there was going to be. I wasn't able to record it when I was when I uh, before I left because like the day before, like the Wednesday. Leading up to the trip, we left on Thursday, so Wednesday, uh, and that Thursday, just mad busy, doing like, like trip prep. Uh, I guess you could say so. Like, couldn't really get it in. I considered doing it while I was over there, and I had planned on doing it while I was over there, actually for a good minute, uh, but I didn't even have access to Anchor, uh, which like, where I upload the episodes. Like, yeah, I didn't have access to the website, like. In that reason, it's it's whack. It's I'm gonna get into it. Trust me, I'm gonna get into it. Cause that's what this episode is. I just gotta talk about this trip, man. This trip, it was a week, right? It was. Oh my god, man. <laughs> this trip, not even this trip, bro. This country, bro. Like I can't, bro. I just, I just cannot with the country of Nigeria. <laughs> I just can't. First off, okay. So if you know nothing about Nigeria, right? Understand this. It, 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 it's how do I even put this in a in a decent way? Nigeria as a country, as a people, right? As a people, is a great country, right? Generally, like <laughs> like like. There's, you know, there's this sense of oneness you get there, there is a real there's really there's a big pride there, there's a lot of nationalism i guess you could say in the country right there's this uh the sense of oneness when it comes to nigeria nigerian culture and i freaking love it i love that aspect of it uh i mean it, it wasn't like i was going there as a tourist like i'm nigerian like <laughs> i mean i'm like the, i was the first generation you know that was born in america uh and i've been to nigeria multiple times most of my family, a good chunk of my family, still lives in Nigeria. So it's not like I was going there to terrorize. Like I was going there as a Nigerian, essentially, just making a pilgrimage back home. Essentially, uh, although I have not been to Nigeria in the last thirteen years, last time I went in two thousand nine. Uh, so this was like my first time going to Nigeria as like an adult, right? And that is that is the the biggest point to this whole thing, right? Because all the times I've been in the past, I was a kid. I was really young. I didn't really understand everything that was going on around me, right? But now, as an adult, uh, it, it was a completely different experience, right? A completely different experience. Uh, now, politically, if you don't know anything about Nigeria, Nigeria has to be one of the most corrupt, <laughs> one of the most corrupt nations in the world, okay? And it's not even low-key, bro. It's blatant. it's blatant. Everyone knows, right, at least if you're in Nigeria, everyone knows that the government is just corrupt. It's terribly corrupt. And you can see it everywhere, right? First off, driving in Nigeria is a nightmare, all right? An absolute nightmare, because there are no road lines right no road markings there are no lanes in nigeria generally some roads have lanes generally there are no lanes right there are no speed limits (laughs) uh like to top it all off the roads are in such bad shape right they're paved i don't think we're driving on dirt roads here all right they're paved least in Lagos are paved. But <laughs> but the roads are in such bad shape that it's like they're not even potholes, but they're absolute craters in the road. I'm talking like it's 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 looking like a World War II battlefield out there. Like <laughs> so, like you got some people driving slow, some people driving fast, people bobbing and weaving around these absolute craters in the road. And it's just a mess. Like, like, like there, there is no sense of, of of cohesion or order on the road. I saw some crazy accidents, all right, like on the way to my grandmother. So we stayed in Lagos for a while, a couple days with my uncle, saw some people there, saw some family there. And then we made the trip uh, up to Elisha where my grandmother lives. And that was the main reason why we were in Africa and Nigeria in the first place was to go see her. Uh so while we're on the way there, it's a four-hour drive. And this this car comes speeding past us going at least 110, 120, right? Miles per hour, by the way, no, I'm not talking KMs here. Going at least 110, right? 120, it's somewhere around there, You're just flying. And not like two miles later, <laughs> we're driving and the car is literally flipped over in the middle of the highway. <laughs> I'm talking like, like, literally not even two miles. Dude's, I think he hit a pothole, lost control, uh, did a little, uh, little, little gymnastics act there, did a little tumble, didn't make it all the way over. He was, uh, completely flipped over. That was one bad accident. On the way back, we saw a freight truck. Okay, real quick. So, in Nigeria... uh, Public transportation ain't really necessarily like a thing like that, uh, but they have like, they they do have buses that'll take you you know to different towns, and different states. Uh, but these these buses are like think of like a VW van, right? You know those Volkswagen vans from back in the back in the day, the sixties, I think. Like the hippie van, if you don't know what I'm talking about, think of those. That's essentially what they got, right? And there's several of them everywhere. It'll take you a bunch of different places, uh, and they will cram them full of people. Right, so like those vans can fit like I don't know, maybe nine, and they'll probably squeeze twelve in there. Everyone clutching onto their luggage, um, and so those things are pretty small. And you got a fr- like a dump truck, a huge truck, right? Those are pretty big. <laughs> Uh, and as we're coming back, the road was closed uh, going our direction, so they moved all the traffic to the other side of the little highway they have going on. Now, don't forget, no, no road markings, none of that stuff. So now you have two way traffic going on one road that's about the size of like two and a half lanes with no road markings, and there, there really aren't any traffic laws. It's like people just, just go around, you know, and do stuff like that. And that little little van did a head-on collision with a huge freight truck. And it was not pretty. I'm talking that van got compressed like an accordion. Like, <laughs> and I'm laughing because no one got injured. At least no one died. I can't tell you to say if anyone got injured. No, no, I mean, everyone got out. Everyone was on the side of the road. Everyone got out of the uh, the accident. But it was not... It was not a pretty accident. I don't even know how everyone got out of that accident. It was not a good-looking one, at all. Uh, and then, like, the, the, I, I do believe it was mainly the 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 bus driver's fault, because, I mean, the, you're, what are you going to call the police? Like, they aren't going to do anything for you because oh, we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> and so, like, because there are no like road markings like that, you can't, it's really hard to like. You can't file anything, right? Because how can you say who's at fault when there are no laws that are, there, there are no laws in place to be broken, so who's really at fault? So you just kind of yell at each other, and that's how you move on. You yell at each other, then eventually you move on. And hopefully it ends it just yelling. But this one did not end it just yelling, and the two dudes that drove uh, the truck, the freight truck, were like straight up attacking the bus driver, like <laughs> I mean, like straight up attacking him. Like it was not; like, they were kicking him. and stuff. It was, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, Nigeria stuff. Uh, but on the way back, okay, no, hold on, let, let, let me, let me, let me backtrack, let me backtrack, let me backtrack again. So when we get to Lagos, right? I'm saying in Lagos is fine, generally fine, depending. Really, it depends on how much money you have. Depends on will tell you how fine it is. Actually, <laughs> if you were not, if you do not have a lot of money, it's probably not that fine. Uh, <laughs> Cause like it's split up into like compounds, right, or neighborhoods. I guess you can say those, your, those neighborhoods. since you just groups of people that have enough money to be able to build their own house. Uh, it's super gated and fenced off. Every house is fenced. It's like not even fenced off. Walled off. These are huge walls go around each house and then all the way around the neighborhoods and then once you get out of the neighborhood walls like literally right on the other side of those walls it's like the slums right so depending on like where you're at and how much money you have it kind of determines how good it is uh, and we're my uncle who's generally very well off uh, so it was pretty fun whenever the power is out the generator takes on so we always had power uh, fun fact Nigeria has a okay. I was guessing had a power problem. They don't have a power problem. They have a corruption problem, which leads to a power problem. Okay, theoretically, Nigeria creates enough power electricity to power the country normally, right? To power in each state, each state they have enough power for each state in the country, right? The thing is. They sell that electricity to neighboring countries because the people in the government, the higher ups, they want money because that money just goes missing into their pockets. Right. So they sell that a lot of that power to neighboring countries. And so, therefore, there's not enough power to go around for the entire country of Nigeria. So they have rolling blackouts. Not even I can't say periodically. It's pretty much random. And they will just cut the power to a certain area or to a certain state for either you know, it be a couple minutes or a couple hours. It, they ration power to different states, right? So when I say I'm talking about power, that's the reason why that's a big deal. Saying we generally had power uh, all the time. Because also, mind you, the average temperature while I was on this trip was like 96 degrees. Okay, that's pretty hot. It's also very humid. So when you include the humidity, it cranks the temperature up to around 106, 108. When I landed in Nigeria with the humidity, it was at 112. So it's very freaking hot in this country. And like the AC ain't necessarily built into these houses, right? They have AC units in separate rooms, each room. So when there's no power, you're getting hot. You yeah, get real hot. So power is a pretty big deal here. Uh, so in Legos, it was really fun, right? You know, power go out, during comes on. We always had AC. Uh, generally always had power. Generally always had internet. Uh, internet was trash <laughs> at my uncle's house. Uh, we had like this little Wi-Fi, you know, mobile Wi-Fi thing. Uh, and that worked out pretty decently. Problem is, since I was kicking from a Nigerian IP or, you know, route router or whatever i didn't have access to like a bunch of sites uh <laughs> they just simply weren't available in the region also i couldn't do anything like money related i couldn't open my bank account even if i was on the wi-fi i had to use like my data and i had to like pay for international data to do that because since obviously i'm american and all my accounts are assigned to like an american address me opening it up in nigeria is pretty sus so they just block it, and they, they think that I'm being hacked. Couldn't even, like, open up Cash App to send my sister, ca- like, cash out my some money. They just kept refunding it and saying, like, oh, for your protection, we're refunding the money because they think that, you know, I'm being hacked. Uh, so, yeah, the plan was to also binge watch Euphoria. I downloaded the first half of it for the plane ride. I didn't even watch it in the plane because I slept. <laughs> But then I was going to download the second half of it to the plan right back. But HBO isn't available in Nigeria either. So that was fun. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, besides all that, you know, generally pretty decent living. Now, in Elisha, different. Very different. Okay. (laughs) Very, very different. First off, their blackouts lasted for hours. I'm talking straight up hours. And most of the roads in there, of there, like aren't paved. It's dirt, so there's a lot of dust in the air, and you have to sleep with the windows open, or you're gonna die of a heat stroke. And of course, if there's nets on the windows, now, so it'll keep bugs out and whatnot. But literally, I remember the first time I'm there, uh, I had my phone out, had the iPad out in the bed when I went to sleep, and I woke up, and they were covered in dust. Like, just covered I myself was covered in, like, like, it's not like, th- like a thick layer on your body where you can see it like that, but you can feel it on your body. Like, you're, like, you're literally covered in dust. Like, it's, it's, <laughs> that was not, that was not really fun <laughs> at all. Uh, and on top of that, with those extended blackouts and it's my grandmother's house, like, she, I mean, she has a generator, but like, they only use it, uh, at night, generally. So when the power was out, the power was out. And you suffered. I <laughs> it was hot, hot. Very hot. I think generally I got pretty used to it. Uh, you know, fairly, fairly on into there. Got pretty used to it. But like when it started to get really humid and hot, like, like you're sitting in a freaking cloud. like it just, it just like. <sighs> just gets to you. Just really gets to you. Uh, but yeah, besides that, like the second day we were there. You know, we went to the waterfall, went to the, the hot and cold river. There's this really cool spot right on the edge of the waterfall where like there's these three springs, There's a hot spring and a cold spring and an even colder spring. And they all come like down to this one like river, but they don't mix. It's absolutely insane. So like you can touch one half of the river, like the left side and it'll be hot water and you can touch the right side of the river and it's freezing cold water. They they don't actually mix. It's pretty wild. <laughs> but I remember I went. We went there the last time we were there. I remember because I have a pretty decent memory. I didn't really even want to go the second like the second. I'm like it's, I mean I've already been and once you've seen it once, it's like the magic kind of wears off on you. <laughs> but surprisingly, they made it into a resort now in the last thirteen years. So that's pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, that was pretty cool. Did the uh, the waterfall that was pretty cool nice little hike up there if you want to see pictures of that post it on my instagram my first post of the year there you go also my first my first post in the last like seven months so if you want to see those pictures there you go i got I hat on the igs but that's not the outro yet so we're not there yet <laughs> but you can check that stuff out uh yeah it's pretty fun cool to see my grandmother also had no idea that my grandmother had tattoos that's dope af <laughs> she's got two of them. Uh, she's ninety three, by the way. So yeah, or yeah, she thinks she she turned ninety four on Tuesday. Yeah, so big ups to big up to grandma, grandma O. Uh, but yeah, on the way back, okay. <laughs> oh man, let me, okay. Let, let, let me let me let me backtrack to set to set the scene for you once again. I'm going to repeat. Nigeria is very corrupt. Okay. One of the biggest entities or establishments in Nigeria that, that that has the most amount of corruption is the police. Right? Now if you think in America, right, you know, policing can be a little sus. Oh, <laughs> oh man. You would be grateful (laughs) for American police if you had to deal with Nigerian police. Okay? First off, two years ago, right, as COVID was hyping up, there were these huge protests uh, in Nigeria against against NSARS, which I believe is, is the Nigerian secret something, whatever. The police force, right? They were literally killing people practically for fun, right? So essentially, like... The extortion is huge in Nigeria. Like they'll, they'll they'll press you for money, right? So they'll they'll falsely arrest you, and accuse you something, you and to pay them off to be able to get away to get off, right? And if you don't give them money, these back then, sometimes they they would literally just kill it. They'd shoot you on the spot, and nothing would happen. Like nothing's nothing would happen to them because they're the police, right? So like you think you think America and such? No, no no no. Like I'm talking like they were straight up just killing people by the dozens. Right? Like they say, oh, this guy's a thief, but, but, He got shot. Like <laughs> I literally should murdering people. And it's leaving these huge protests. Uh government gets involved. Can't really say anything really happened to the police like that. But if a police officer, because a police officer caught extorting people in a city, like there'd be an uproar, not by the government, but by the people. So what they do now is they hang out on the highways in between cities where people aren't really going to see them like that. And they set up these quote unquote checkpoints. They're completely fake, right? These are not real checkpoints. They really will take a they take a big branch, and they'll put it in the road to block off like 70% of the road, create like one lane, and then they force every car to drive through there and they'll randomly just stop cars and extort you. That's, that's literally how it happened. They, they stopped the cars and extort you. And, mind you, it's pretty easy to extort people when they literally are carrying AK-47s. Like, I'm not joking. They carry AKs. Okay? <laughs> so, that, that that it's pretty easy to, to, to extort people when you got an AK on you. Pretty easy. Now... On the way to Alaska, we were generally fine. We got stopped once at a checkpoint. They checked the, they checked the driver's papers and they let, they let us go. No big deal. On the way back, we got stopped the first time, uh, checked the papers, kept the pushing. Then we got stopped again, like literally like five miles later at the next checkpoint. We got selected and got stopped again. And this time did not go that well. <laughs> so they stopped us. It's me, my sister, my mom, and our driver, right? And, and, uh, the main driver got out the car, make him pop the trunk. They say they want to search everything. They're like, okay. I mean, all of a sudden the trunks are luggage, so it's like, okay. Uh, and then they start like opening up bags and whatnot. And they make my mom get out the car, cause she was in the front seat, make her get out the car, and they make her open up her, her backpack. And they pull out like her laptop. And they're like, Do you have the receipt for this laptop? And it's like, Dude, who has a receipt for a laptop? That is whack, first of all. Second of all, I mean, I mean just in general, no one, who, let me ask you, do you have the receipt for your laptop that you're using right now? Like, if, unless you bought the laptop within the last two weeks, I highly doubt that. All right. <laughs> So they they just they just awesome BS bro. Talking about you had receive your laptop. Oh, you don't have the receiver gonna have to confiscate your laptop. My mom's not having it. Absolutely not having it. She, she's out there, she she's, she's beefing with I'm yelling at him. And they the dude's not happy that my mom's yelling at him. Since he makes everybody get out the car. So you I got, got now I have to get out of the car. Right? And so me and my sister are just kinda of standing to the side because we my my, my 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 mom immediately called my uncle once we got stopped and made people get out. She even call my uncle because my uncle knows, uh, a police chief, uh, some guy who's really high up in the police force. So, like, if anything were to go sideways, you know, we, we kind of had an out anyways because my uncle would just call the police chief and then we'd be straight. Uh, but the first rule was like me and my sister were not allowed to talk because if they heard our accents, they would most definitely try to press us and try to extort us because they would know that we, uh, were not necessarily native to Nigeria, right? They know that we were foreigners. Uh, and so, like, they, they they start trying to press me, and I didn't want to say anything, but, like, there's not much I could do. My mom kept trying to answer for me, but the dude was, like, he can speak for himself. I'm not asking you these questions. I'm asking him these questions. He was asking for my ID, and I'm like, okay. I don't have my ID because I actually didn't. I didn't bring my wallet to Nigeria with me because probably it's stolen. <laughs> and so like, I didn't have my ID. Uh, Best I could have gotten, gave and given him my passport. But even then, that was my backpack, and that was in the car still. Uh, I'm like, yeah, I don't have my ID. And he's like, uh, what do you do? I'm like, nothing. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do anything. <laughs> like I'm a student, I guess. And he saw my tattoos. In my arm tattoos are still a pretty big taboo in Nigeria. And he's like, "Oh, are you a musician?" I'm like, "Nah, I'm not. I, I, I just had tattoos. Like, it ain't nothing. Ain't, ain't nothing about it, bro. Ain't nothing about it. But then, like, he, he keeps on pressing me, pressing me about my ID. I was pressing my sister about her ID. She's like, "Nah, we don't got IDs." And then. Obviously, at this point, he can hear our accents. There's, there's two police officers that are with that with us right now. You he can hear our accents. And he says to my mom, obviously, he doesn't say it in English, but, you know, my mom still told us what he said anyway. <laughs> but he was like, oh, you see, you send your kids off to America to go to school and then they join gangs. And you think they're doing good stuff just because I had tattoos. Right. And thinks I joined a gang in America. Uh, and so, uh, you know, at this point, he's, he's like, they're, they're, they're still trying to like open up some more bags. My mom's like, all right, if you want to search the car, search the car. Like just, just search the car so we can go. Mind you, we actually had somewhere we had to be in a couple of hours because we were on our way to get our COVID test because this was Monday and we were leaving on Wednesday. So we had to have a COVID test. We had to have our COVID test uh, results back before Wednesday, obviously, so we could get on the plane. (laughs) And so we had an appointment with the Nigerian CDC because one of my mom's sisters, mind you, so like, you know how in America, COVID tests are generally free. They're not free, your insurance pays for them, but you know, kind of like free. Uh, Yeah, not in Nigeria, they'll charge you an arm and a leg to take a COVID test uh, when we landed, we the a COVID test, and it was one hundred and fourteen dollars each. That's USD, not Naira. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about the Naira, bro. <laughs> the inflation in Nigeria is so bad. So one U.S. dollar is the equivalent of four hundred and twenty-five Naira. Right? We bought pizza that first night—Domino's pizza. So two boxes of pizza cost you about twelve thousand Naira. And the thing is, the average wage, hold up, I want to look up the average wage, I've kept wanting to ask, I didn't remember, but the average wage does not equate to the cost of uh, inflation. So yeah, the, the, the living wage, I just want to know, give me the average salary, bro. Uh, just give it to me. Just give me normal numbers. The average annual salary in Nigeria is 5,509. Oh, no, no, no. 5,599, using the current exchange, but that's about 13,000 U.S. dollars. Yeah, so about 5.5 mil is the average wage, depending on where you're working. If you're working a pretty great job, uh... Or the or monthly, it's about wait no 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 I read that completely wrong. It is not yeah yeah it is yeah, and monthly it's looking you're looking at about one thousand one hundred thirty six dollars or four hundred sixty five thousand naira, right? That's if you're working an amazing job, <laughs> or at least a, de- a decent semi decent job. The thing is unemployment is also extremely high, uh, so yeah you know. It's 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 not money money ain't coming good money ain't coming good I completely forgot the point of what I was saying with that with 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 that but, <laughs> uh, but yeah back to the police story I guess <laughs> uh, man but yeah so Deuce Pressinos try and check the bags and then. They, they, my my, my mom wasn't really it wasn't like having it, kind of yelling at him. The dude was like, Oh, you're disrespecting me. That's not cool. He calls over two more police officers, and these two police officers got AKs, right? So now I'm sweating a little bit. <laughs> Starting to sweat. I'm like, Ayo, my chill out. <laughs> Cause I want to live, please. <laughs> so now we got four police officers here, two of them rocking the AKs. And like, one of them. Uh, so one of them pulls me aside, one of them with the A key, he pulls me aside, he's like, empty your pockets, and I didn't have anything in my pockets, all I had in my pocket was my phone, and I pull up my phone, and he takes my phone, and he's like, unlock it, now mind you, searching someone's phone, is, completely illegal, in like, every country, <laughs> I mean, maybe not in like, China, and maybe Russia, and North Korea, but, you know what I'm saying, like, it's, it's actually a law, even in Nigeria. You can't search someone's phone like that. Like It's a, it's, a, it's illegal. But once again, it's the police. And the police are corrupt. And they don't actually follow the law. And, and who's going to stop him? Who's going to arrest him for searching my phone? Also, he has an AK-47. I'm not going to say no. <laughs> so like, I unlock my phone. And Buddy opens up my gallery, right? And he starts scrolling through my gallery. And he comes up on a couple of uh, a couple of pictures that I have of, like, Domino's discount codes. Because whenever I order from Domino's, I get some, like, coupons. You know, so I have some discount codes on there. A couple, and it comes with a QR code. And he's like, what is this? I'm like, those are Domino's discount codes, bro, for pizza. And and mind you, you can't say, oh, maybe they don't have Domino's. Like, they have Domino's. Like, the pizza I just said that we got while we were there, yeah, it was Domino's, bro. Domino's, all right. <laughs> so, so, he knows what Domino's is. I, in general, I mean, to be fair, that I think they're only in Legos, and where we, we weren't even close to Legos. Yeah, but, but he should know. He should know. I'm like, bro, it's pizza, all right. He wasn't having it. He was like, oh, this is cyber fraud. Oh, you're a you're a you're a Yahoo boy. Yahoo boys are Yahoo boys are. Uh, they call them Yahoo boys. Uh, the people that do they do cyber fraud. You know, uh, credit card scams, the whole Nigerian prince type stuff. Uh, you know, scam people, as they call them, Yahoo boys. So he's like, yeah, this is, this is cyber fraud. So you're under arrest for cyber fraud. I'm like, what? Oh, <laughs> am <laughs> like, yo, 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 yo calm down. Like, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What are you talking about, bro? I'm under, whoa, whoa, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> do you mean they're coupons literally coupons and he's like no this is cyber fraud you're under arrest and the i really wasn't gonna be under arrest because he assumed that i was a yahoo boy so what they were gonna do was sell under arrest and then ask for a cut of the money that i make from my fraudulent plays right that's how it works that's the whole extortion part so you can commit cyber fraud and they'll quote unquote arrest you for it but then you just gotta give them a cut of what you make and they'll let you go, but like that wasn't gonna happen, one, because I wasn't doing cyber fraud, two I didn't have any money, and they weren't even gonna get money out of me if they wanted to, like that was not gonna happen and so like dude hands my phone over to little chieftain boy over there and like, buddy pulled me to the side, and I'm like I'm like, bro, like I don't know what's going on here, like I, I, I like this is this is done or whatever, and he's like, oh well this is air Cyber Frost, Cyberfrost, yeah, you're going uh, to like arrest you, or whatever. I'm like, all right, look, I'm an American citizen, okay. So if anything happens here, it's just not going to go down well. All right, I, like you know what I'm talking about, and he knew what I was talking about. <laughs> He's like, where do you live in America? Like, I live in Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia. Like that. That's my place of residence. I go to school there. I'm a citizen so you probably don't want to do this, <laughs> and he was just like, oh, okay, well, promise you won't commit cyber fraud." I'm like, good, all right, yeah, I won't, Not give giving my phone back, give me my phone back, let's just go, I'll be honest, dude, I was kind of pooping my pants there, because, like, I legitimately thought I was going to Nigerian jail, although it wouldn't have stood, because my uncle would have just, like, gotten me out anyway and it wouldn't have happened you know, but of course at the time of this happening, I did not know that my uncle had a police chief friend, so like I legitimately thought that was screwed <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it was uh, that's probably the wildest thing the wildest thing that has happened to me man, it was crazy it was crazy, Dad add insult to injury our flight got delayed by nine hours, mostly Wednesday night 9:30 PM. Our flight then got delayed to Thursday morning 5:30 AM. Uh, the flight didn't even take off till 6:30. It got delayed again because plane arrived late, and then people did. It was just a mess. It was just a mess. First off, being oh my god, these episodes got are already starting to get pretty long, but this is, this is a funny one too. <laughs> When we go to the airport, right? So it was just me and my sister leaving. My mom is staying for another week. It's just me and my sister going. And we get to essentially what is like the TSA, the security checkpoint uh, at the airport. And I got to hand you my passport. So I'm so I'm also, a Niger- I have dual citizenship. I'm a Nigerian citizen and I'm an American citizen. So I have two passports. I have a Nigerian passport and an American passport. Uh, and so do ask for passports. They had to give him both passports anyway. Although I technically didn't have to. I was supposed to give my American passport because going back to America and, you know, yeah. <laughs> uh, my sister gave him her Nigerian passport and then she gave him her American passports. So then he asked her both of mine. I told her, I'm like, you're just supposed to give the freaking American passport, Joy. But, you know, she didn't listen to me. Whatever, and so the dude starts pressing me. He's like, "How come on your American on your Nigerian passport it says John Kalu or John Kalu?" see my name really isn't pronounced Kalu. That's like the American way of pronouncing my last name. It's really Kalu, but you know, whatever. <laughs> but uh, we, we 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 let it slide. We let it slide. You can say Kalu. It's fine. <laughs> uh, he's like, why does it say John Kalu on your Nigerian passport, but your American passport says John Harmony Kalu? Harmony's my middle name. I'm like, bro, who cares? Like, <laughs> I'm like, who cares? My first and last name is there John Kalu. Who cares if my middle name's on one not on the other? He's like, oh, well, that means well, these aren't the same people then. I'm like, bro, are you are you joking? Are you joking right now? Do you want to get slapped? Like, <laughs> and he was straight up going to confiscate, confiscate, consfic- I can't say that. Way. He was going to take my passports. Okay. Cons- con- conf, oh my God. Confiscate. Confiscate. Jesus, how do you, what word is that? I, my brain ain't working here. It's con, con, yeah, confiscate. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So he was going to confiscate my passports. Both of them. Both of them, mind you. And he wasn't even going to let me, he wasn't going to let me through, he wasn't going to let me fly. So going to take my passports. Which obviously would have, it was going to lead to me having to give him money to get my passports back. And so I'm like, bro, Uh -uh. Uh-uh, uh-uh, that's not going to happen. I don't care what what you're saying here. Did I not come to this country with those two passports? Was, Was that not fine? So how come all of a sudden now it's a problem? That don't make sense to me. Also, once again, my first last name are the exact same. The picture on there is the exact same. Look at my face right now. Does it not look like that picture? Which it really doesn't because those pictures are like six or seven years old. And my face has changed a lot in six or seven years. But, <laughs> but generally it looks the same. <laughs> so my like, AO brand, that ain't going to fly with me. Give my passports back and let me buy. I'm not playing with you. Like, because, like, like, I at this point, I was pissed off anyway. Because it's freaking four in the morning, dude. Like, literally four in the morning. I also had not slept. I knew if I if I went to sleep, I wouldn't wake up in time for the flight. So I had not slept. I was tired. I was not having any of it. And <laughs> hey, so this means I going back and forth. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm raising my voice with them bro. I'm like, no, bro. Like, I, like, I don't care what you were like. Whatever you have to say right now, I do not care. I literally do not care. So just stop talking and give my passports back. Like, if you, if, if you want to hold on to them and leave them on your desk right there, fine. I'll just go get them myself. Cause I'm not playing with you. Like, I'm not. But you're going to be like, oh, uh, well, in America, are you a lawyer? I'm like, bro, I'm not a lawyer, bro. I'm not a lawyer. But I know my rights. Like, <laughs> I don't got to be a lawyer know my rights, dude. So you think you can, you think you can play me, bro. You ain't going to play me. I'm not stupid. Ah, stupid! Like, bro, get that off my face, bro! I swear. <laughs> but you have me pissed off at four in the morning, dog! I swear by it, bro. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> and eventually, he gives my passport back because, because, like, the thing is, like, if you concede to them, then they've won and they'll extort you. But if you show them that you're not the one to be messed with, then they'll concede to you. So, yeah, he gives me my stuff back, and we keep it pushing. But, but he about to get slapped, bro. I tell you, right? He about to get popped right there. Like, bro, over what, bro? He said, and he was like, okay, well, you need to take this to the embassy to get one of your passports changed so that they match. I'm like, bro, shut up. Shut up, dog. I don't want to hear it from you, bro. Like, shut up. Like, <laughs> oh, man. Man, oh, man, this country, man, this country. Besides that, besides the corruption that takes place in all departments of the country, it was a fun trip, generally speaking. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed seeing family. I enjoyed being there as an adult and seeing family as an adult. It was was a lot more entertaining because, like, I could talk to my uncles and my aunts and have, like, mature conversations. You know, we talked about stuff. Uh went out to the Nigerian markets, the street markets, uh, got my some Nigerian gear, so that way I could step out looking like a Nigerian prince, got my girlfriend something, she doesn't know yet, <laughs> but she'll see it tomorrow when I see her, <laughs> got her fit, so now she can step out looking like a Nigerian queen, even though she's Hispanic, but I don't care, don't matter, <laughs> Oh, man, I love it. I love it. Oh, man. And everyone can ask me, oh, so when are you guys going to come back? When are you guys going to come back? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know at this point, bro. I don't know. To be fair, I, I, like, if I were to go back, like, I have no problem going back, but I'm staying. I'm not traveling. Like, I'm not driving between states. I am staying in Lagos. That's it. Maybe I'll go to Lakey. We went to Lakey, too. Or Lakey. How you want to pronounce it. Lakey. 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 Whatever. Like, that's, like, the really, like, high-end wealthy. Part of Lego State, uh, it's like an island going towards Banana Island. So all the rich people stay. we like the other the rich people. It's were like the um, celebrities, I guess you could say. Well, they mainly stay at Banana Island. Uh, but yeah, Lego's is pretty cool too. The, the so we visited um, one of my mom's friends there. Her house was freaking dope AF. I'm talking like it was so like high tech. Like I'm talking like I haven't even seen American houses stepping out like that, bro. Like first, I mean, probably there. I mean, there definitely are American houses like that, just not in my area because my area is pretty like suburban. <laughs> but like I mean, their front door was fingerprint unlock. Like the lights were embedded into the ceiling. It was like LED strip lights embedded into the ceiling. It was so sick. Beautiful marble floors. The mirrors in their bed, ba- their life in the bathroom were in the mirrors and the mirrors were touch screen. Like, what is that touch screen mirror? Ah, bro, that was so sick. <laughs> I want, I'm trying to step out like that, bro. That was fresh. That was clean. But, okay. Y'all been listening for a long time. If you're still even listening, I don't know. It's people tell me I'm a pretty decent storyteller, so maybe you are still listening. <laughs> oh man I haven't done like a, just a straight up talking episode in a long time so had to get it all out feels good just to talk to you guys you know I always love doing that one take one talk let's do it 40 freaking minutes of it I absolutely love it uh, but yes let me give you some updates for the podcast Wednesday you already know what's happening for local questions. Friday, I'm, I'm, okay, this one, I'm gonna, I'm, I wanna say I'm committing to this one for Friday, cause I really should have it, I should have the first episode of the deep dive recorded tomorrow after work, cause I work in the morning tomorrow. And I should have the first episode recorded tomorrow, after I finish typing it. Cause I finally finished the map. It's a glorious looking map. <laughs> but I finally finished the map, so, uh, should have that done. Get that going. Uh, hopefully my next Friday get that started. I'm really excited for that as well. I had to look forward to. Uh, this episode was actually supposed to be... I was going to do this live on Wisdom, but uh, plans have changed. But I do plan on going live on Wisdom pretty soon. Uh, I want to shoot for either Monday... Not Monday. Wednesday... Or Wednesday. Not this. Either this upcoming Wednesday or Wednesday after that. Uh, that's when I'm, to, I'm going to shoot. try and go live on Wisdom and talk about some stuff. So just, the, 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 my, my, I don't know. Like, to, to keep it... To be 100% open and honest with you guys, you know I'm doing that. Like, my biggest thing about Wisdom and going live on there... It, like I, I don't know how to. I know how to. I, I've got the whole setup. I'm, I can do it right now. It's just like I've never done anything live... <laughs> and like, I mean like this episode, um, it's practically it's, all my episodes are practically done live because they're all done in one take right, I, I don't stop recording uh, unless like something pops up in between like a phone call or whatever, but that usually doesn't happen it's like they're, they're all done in one take and they're all done off the cuff, like it's just one take first try, if it works it works, if it doesn't that's the episode <laughs> But like, I don't know, if it's just different doing it live and having people like, just be there listening to me live while I'm doing it, because it's like, despite the fact that this is one take, I know that I always have the option to stop and like delete anything if I don't like it. You can't do that when you're live, right? And that's one thing. And two, it's like, I feel like I don't know what to talk about, like live, you know what I mean? So, like, like, those are my two, like, biggest, like, roadblocks when it comes to wisdom. And I really want to get into the platform. I really want to do it. I feel like, I feel like we can do really well on there, uh, with so stuff that we do. I just don't know what to do, if that makes sense. Uh, I might actually just go live and do a philosophical questions episode, like a bonus episode. That'd be really cool. Oh, I have a great idea. <laughs> so perhaps on Wednesday, we'll have the philosophical questions, uh, you know, uploaded by eight AM as it usually is. Uh, and maybe in the evening we'll do a little bonus round live. Because uh, when it's live, you guys can actually, if you're on there, by the way, download Wisdom, follow me at Hindsight on Wisdom, so you know when this happens. But yeah, if you're listening, you can you can actually join in on the conversation, whether that be by comments uh, in the chat or you can actually like by voice. You can call in and we can chat as well. So if you Wanna answer the questions, you have an opinion on any of the questions, anything like that, we can maybe we can get that going, figure that stuff out. So we got that coming up. That'll be cool. Uh I'll we'll see if we're doing that next Wednesday. But if you want to know if we're doing it, you want to be a part of that, uh download the wisdom application. It's just called wisdom. Follow me at hindsight on there, and I guess I don't know, turn notifications. Yeah, turn notifications and you will be notified when I go live. It'll probably be in the evening. I would say around five o'clock. If I do it, about around five p.m. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we'll do that. But with that, if you enjoyed today's episode, give it a like, give it a follow, give it a rating one, good job. So let me know that. Like, of course, if you do like it. Share it with your friends because good friends give friends good things, and you want to be good friends, so give your friend a good thing. If you want to follow me, media it is at Godhat on the IGs. Check out my Nigerian pictures. And as always, you'll catch me on Wednesday with the philosophical questions episode, maybe in the evening on wisdom. And don't forget, of course, drink plenty of water, stay hella hydrated, and I'll see you later. I love you. Have a good one.